You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Welcome, y'all. Before we get into today's episode, just want to say thank you to today's sponsor, Manta Sleep. Manta Sleep makes products for a better night's sleep. And actually, I think they make products for better meditation. And so you probably have already heard me talking about how much I love my Manta Sleep mask for sleep at night. This is legitimately the most comfortable thing I have ever put on my face. And what I haven't talked about yet is I actually decided to start using this mask for meditation too. If you've been listening for a while, you know I am a proponent of meditating wherever you are, whenever you can get it in your day. It is awesome if you can meditate in a beautiful, silent space with incense and candles and maybe some nice music. But the majority of us are at home with our partners, our roommates, our kids, our pets. The phone is ringing. The garbage man is picking up the trash. There is stuff happening in our day. And yet we're going to sit down and try to go inside for even two to five minutes. So I started in my day when I'm meditating, putting this Manta sleep mask over my eyes. And granted, perhaps it looks slightly odd, but let me tell you, It's so comfortable on your face and it's 100% blackout. So it really does provide this sense of stepping out of the day and going inside. I've really found it has enhanced my meditation practice only in that it eliminates some of the exterior distraction for me when I'm meditating in the middle of a busy day. So just a shout out in case you're interested, You can save 10% using code MINDFUL10, M-I-N-D-F-U-L-1-0 at mantasleep.com. Now let's get to today's episode. Well, welcome, Monday night team. I'm happy to see all of you. Thank you for being here. It was really hard for me to write tonight's talk, actually. I wrote it and rewrote it a couple different times, and the talk I landed on was is fresh from this morning. And as I sat down to think about what who I was going to see and what I wanted to say and what I wanted us to be able to practice together, um, I was thinking how grateful but also how humbled I am to get to share this space on Monday night, this virtual circle. And that, uh, particularly now, because I can feel within my own practice, and I'm willing to bet many of you can feel within your practice at least some level of hesitancy or even outright, I don't want to sit right now. And it could be for a myriad of reasons, all of which are likely somehow tied to intense emotion, whether that is pure discomfort, whether that is anger or sadness or fear or overwhelm or impatience or a mixture of all of the above, it can make it incredibly uncomfortable to decide, I'm going to sit still. And so I'm really grateful to see all of you willing to show up even if you don't want to sit, to sit. And also I'm uplifted to practice tonight because this practice reminds me, and hopefully y'all, that hope 
is a practice. Right? Hope is a practice. It's not a thing that we have. It's a thing that we do. And our meditation practice is the same way. I think often it's easy to think about meditation as a state to obtain so that we walk around being a certain way in the world or, you know, um, interacting with the world in a certain meditative Zen-like way. And it's not that as much as it is a daily practice that we return to, a daily practice that we actively do. And so tonight I thought we would talk a little bit about the active steps of hope and how they correlate to the practice that we're going to do tonight. And the first step in that act of hope is just to be able to see reality clearly, to be completely and utterly awake in the present moment. So every class we have ever done together has been a practice in being awake. Our entire intention last month was awake to the transitions, right? It was as if somehow this intention knew it was going to prep us for this moment when we really must stay awake. So we step into this present moment fully awake. And then the next step is to be able to identify what it is we hope for or the direction we want to move in or the values we wish to see expressed. And interestingly, in several different books that I've picked up in the last few weeks, I'm running into the topic of imagination I've seen this multiple times all of a sudden. And, you know, at least for me, when I think of imagination, I almost immediately go to childhood, like the childhood imaginary games, how silly, how fluffy. But all of these different books, different authors that I'm exploring right now are talking about imagination in such an adult way. They're talking about it in this way of acknowledging that we can only see what we know. But there has to also be truth in what we don't know. So imagination is this almost brave act of saying, I'm going to trust what I feel to be true or more true. I'm going to trust what I feel to be more beautiful as a possibility. I'm going to be brave enough to identify that. And one of the ways that we can find ourselves doing this is when we step out of our head and we move into our body. And you know this is what we do in meditation. This is the practice of learning how to step out of our head and into our body. Because if I ask you to imagine what feels like the truest, most beautiful version of your life or your community or the world in this moment, and I ask you to think about it, we'll get one answer, one that's probably confined within what we already see and know and expect. And if we meditate first and let ourselves really come into our bodies, into our hearts, into our guts, into our feeling, and then we answer that question, we often able are to pull out something Perhaps that feels further from reality, but is more true, more true to you as the individual, to me as the individual. And so we'll explore that idea of imagination tonight, not by what can I come up with, but by what is it that I feel? What is it that I feel? 
a yoga teacher friend of mine recently posted that for her, beauty and art and magic are inextricable from justice. And I've really been reflecting on that lately. Is, is that a truth that I experience? Beauty, art, magic are inextricable from justice. And my, my curiosity and my invitation tonight is as we sink into our bodies, if we let ourselves look for what is most beautiful, what is most beautiful, how does that end up feeling for you? Right? We'll explore that together this evening. So we take a clear view of the present moment. We allow ourselves to envision what it is we hope for or the direction we want to move in. And then the third and final step in this act of hope is to take a step in that direction. And this, for many of us, I think, can be the place where we get stuck. Because maybe you're even able to envision that utmost, truest, beautifulest version of where we want to be. But then we also are in the moment we're in. So how do we get there? How do we get that far away from where we are in this moment? And the only invitation I have for that is we just have to start. Even if we don't actually know it's the right step, we have to start with something. Whatever's in front of us as an option to start with. And we have to start not with the idea that we're going to be able to lay out a perfectly planned path to the meaningful life we're looking for, but rather that we're able to practice our way into that meaningful life. We're able to practice our way into it. And I think that we're able to do that when we let ourselves take one step be totally awake, to acknowledge it if that step is successful or an outright failure or somewhere in between. And then we take the next step and then the next one. And we're not scared to take one when it feels like it's going totally off the course that we thought we were going to go on. But it's letting us follow this thread of imagination. Yeah. So we're going to practice tonight. And the practice is the practice. Right, It's not a different practice than the one we do every Monday night. But maybe you allow yourself to feel those threads that connect to this idea of act of hope, of hope as a practice, in the way that we take the posture that we take and feel present, feel awake, in the way that we start to connect into our breath as a pathway to feeling versus thinking. And letting that be our source of imagination, our font of imagination. And then at the end, you know, right? You know, I'm going to say journal at the end because we got to. We got to take a couple minutes at the end of that journey to put something on paper, if only to see what comes up. You know, sometimes a practice ends and it's not like you had the epiphany. It's not like you were like, oh, I've got it. I know exactly what I'm going to say and do and feel. We Maybe nothing. But you pick up the pen, you stare at the blank page, and you just start writing because your teacher said, why don't you write for 10 minutes? And sometimes we shock ourselves with what we put on paper. 
Sometimes not. Sometimes we just write mundane stuff for 10 minutes and then we go on our way and three hours later, you're like, oh, I got this idea or I have this feeling or I remember blah, blah, blah. And so we trust the practice is going to show us what it needs to show us because we return to the practice daily. Before we start, I just want to share one little quote. This comes from an author. Her name is Jacqueline Novogratz. She's writing a book I'm reading right now called A Manifesto of a Moral Revolution. And in this book, she writes, we are made from what came before and we make ourselves out of the promises that lie ahead. And we are always in the process of becoming. We are always in the process of becoming. And so we will sit together for our 20 minute practice and we'll let that practice be what it is, a practice in becoming, yeah? So take a minute to find a seat. If you've already been seated with your legs crossed, you'll uncross them and cross them the other way. If you're in a chair tonight, you'll let your feet come down flat on the earth. And wherever you are seated today, let your spine lift up tall. And let your hands rest down on your lap or the table in front of you. If it feels comfortable for you tonight, you can let your eyes close. And if that doesn't feel quite right for you, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together as a group here, let's take a full breath in. Exhaling out a sigh. And we'll do that again, just inhaling deeply, gathering yourself up. And exhaling out a sigh. And allowing your breath just to fall to its own natural pace for a moment. Taking time to fully acknowledge this moment in time that we are in. taking time to fully acknowledge the physical space that you are in in this moment. And as we sit and we breathe here together tonight, we'll just start slightly different. I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that you're just drawing a circle around yourself right here, right now. And the circle could be made out of any element that you choose. Fire, water, earth, air, sunlight, moonlight, any element. This circle is a circle of protection. Holding us safe and centered inside. We sit and we breathe. 
And just outside of that first circle, you'll draw a second circle. Again, any element that you choose. Seeing the second circle as one of healing, as one of nourishment, outer edge of that second circle sits any guides, any ancestors, wise teachers, benefactors, anybody that you might choose to call in to support you in practice today. And you feel yourself in the center of these three circles, supported, safe, nourished. And it's within these circles that we'll sit down fully. Noticing if you're able to relax your hips, your thighs a little bit more. Noticing if you're able just to lift and lengthen the spine so that you are really awake. You might feel the crown of the head elevate just a touch. the muscles through the face relax. Softening across the brow, around the eyes. Softening the lips and the jaw and the tongue. And you might swallow once or twice just to make sure the throat is relaxed and soft. And breathing out across your collarbone. Maybe letting that whisper of breath just soften your shoulders a touch. Perhaps tonight you can feel the sense of breath moving through your chest. If you're able to soften the muscles of the chest a bit tonight, you could invite yourself to do that.
as you breathe, you could send that same invitation to soften down through the belly. Inviting the muscles in the belly just to let go of their grip. And if completely letting go is not an option for you in this moment, you just notice the incremental ways you can bring in space. The tiny pockets of softness you might be able to access. And it's within the full awakeness that will guide our attention to the breath. Feeling yourself breathing in and breathing out through the nose if possible. And just noticing the ways that you might be able to smooth out your breath today. Drawing in a smooth and steady inhale. Releasing out a smooth and steady exhale. Perhaps tonight, even inviting a count to your breath. So that as you breathe in, you're inhaling OM1, OM2, OM3, OM4. And as you breathe out, it's OM1, OM2, OM3, OM4. Inhaling OM1, OM2, OM3, OM4. Exhaling on one, on two, on three, on four. Inhaling on one, on two, on three, on four. Exhaling on one, on two, on three, on four. Continuing at your own pace. Adding or removing a count if you need for comfort. Letting your awareness totally settle into the smooth rhythm of this breath. And we'll settle here into a period of silence. And you might just stay here, counting the breath in. The same count on the breath out. 
At some point, you might discover that you've let go of the counting and you're totally immersed in the feeling. And that's welcome too.
as we prepare to end the practice, you might just notice again your breath. Noticing what happens as you feel the practice coming to an end. Gradually drawing that breath in a bit deeper. If you've slumped over at all, you can lift and straighten that spine a touch. Wiggling into fingers, into toes. And as you're ready, drawing your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer, bowing your chin now, and honoring the time that you carve out to practice, to practice meditation, to practice hope, to honor the process of becoming. Let's take one final breath together. Deep inhale in. Exhaling out a sigh. Thank you guys so much for practicing today. We'll end the practice here and you will take a few minutes to journal. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would take time to leave a review or share this with somebody you think would enjoy it. To learn more about my in-person and virtual offerings, visit MerylArnett.com or check me out on Instagram at MerylArnett. Thanks, y'all. See you next week.